Welcome to 24 Karat Conversations with Phyllis and Rhonda, where two best friends decided to start a podcast on real women, real friendships, and real issues. Our mission Bible verse is Job 23.10. Yet he knows the way I have taken, and when he has tested me, I will emerge as pure gold. We want to encourage, inspire, and offer hope in a world where life can seem to be unrealistic. Be a support for you to cheer you on as a wife, mother, daughter, sister, and friend. Most of all, you get to relax and laugh with us about all things women. Plus, we like all things sparkly. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Hello, 24 Carat Tribe. Hey, peeps. We are so excited to be here today to chat with you about a subject that so often comes up. (laughs) Don't judge me. I'm trying to be the best mom that I can. I am trying. And I am feeling super (laughs) judged right now. Stop it. Oh my goodness. So we often feel the pressure of being judged as a mom. It is almost impossible not to feel this way at some point while navigating through motherhood. And I think social media plays a big part of that Mm. even more than it did. Like I'm sick of the perfect moms. I'm not perfect. So (laughs) we're going to talk about that today, (laughs) but everyone does things differently and that's okay. Um, but are you really being judged? Mm -hmm. I kind of think the answer is probably (laughs) it is. Yeah. Um, and often it's from other moms, but it could be from your own family. So we're going to, we're just going to dive right into it. So I think let's just dive dive right right into it. We're literally going to dive into this. Um, so I feel like most people judge people. Like we like to say, I don't, I, I'm perfect. I don't, I don't judge people. What are you talking about? But that is so not true. I think I did it this morning. Yeah. I think we all judge in a certain weird way. Well, especially if you do any kind of social media, you're scrolling through and you're like, why does she always look so perfect? Why does she have the perfect body, the perfect Mm -hmm. family? Her kids are all dressed alike. They all have smiles on their faces. Um, Why is it that I look like a hot mess in real life? But Really, that could just be our own assessment. Yeah, and I, I have a really good friend who, she's really cute, and she's a younger mom, and she's got little kids, and she did this thing on Instagram where she wanted people to share, like, what their real life looks like. Oh, that's and it awesome. Was, it was so awesome. In fact, I'm going to do it. I, I'm actually going to do it because I think it's it's really funny because, of course, you know, if you come to visit me, yes, my house will be nice and clean and everything will be in its order, but... It doesn't always look like that. Like, you know, people that, mess up the no, couch and the pillows. It, it are does not. always look like that. Shut up. <laughs> no, if you come to my house, it doesn't always look like that. You go to wrong. No, this is, okay, truth bomb right here. We share the same housekeeper. And my housekeeper comes to my house and she goes, why do Rhonda need a housekeeper? Her house is clean before I even get there. She has no idea how much I need her. I need her because I'm I like, just come to my house double because I really yeah. need it. You know what? Her housekeeper fired me because she, Phyllis paid her off to not come to my house. I'm just I'm like, she doesn't need you. No, but you know, I mean, we all have messy stuff. We all have yeah. like, there's mess in every part of our lives. And I think we all want to make it look a certain way and make it look like our families are perfect, but they're not. Everybody has a messy, what do I call it? I call it hot mess express. We are a hot mess express. All of us are. Um, But I wanted to just kind of throw out some statistics there. So 77% of moms report feeling judged by a fellow mom in person. That's so sad. Which is really sad. While 60% feel judged by other moms online. Mm. 
And additionally, 72% agree that women without children are also guilty of judging them, mm-hmm. which I think is so true. I don't know if you've ever, I think I've talked about this movie before, but it's one of my favorites. It's on Netflix right now. Gotta go watch it. It's with Sarah Jessica Parker, and it's I don't know how she, I don't know I don't know how she how does, she does it. it. Yeah, and it's just so funny because they have in these characters right the moms that are stay at home, and then they have the working moms, which we touched on in a previous episode. But it is so funny because they both kind of judge one another, like mm-hmm. the like the working the stay at home mom's always on her treadmill, you know, and the right. working mom is always a hot mess with their hair messed a up and trying to get things in yeah. Her brain. And you know, it's it's funny because we're all doing life kind of the same way mm-hmm. when you're raising children. I think especially, mm-hmm. you know, it's hard. Like there is no you got to keep playbook. all the balls in the air. Yeah, and there's yeah. no playbook for it, and yeah. there's also. Um, every family does things differently. Yeah. And I think that's what's interesting, like, when you get married, you know, yeah. when you bring two lives together yeah. and you have, hey, this is the way we, we do this it. This is the way, way we, we used to it. do it at home. And yeah. it's kind of like you have to learn what works for your family. Yeah. And, I think, and that's where the judgment can come in yes. because what works for your family may not necessarily mm-hmm. work for another family. So your normal is your normal for you, but you can't judge it if it's something different in someone else's family that works for them. Right. There, there isn't, I think that's probably the biggest takeaway is don't play by a rule book mm-hmm. of what kind of mom you should be and how you should raise your kids by looking at your friend's life. Yeah, definitely. Um, There's certain things you can always share, and that's great. And maybe um, if it's something like, say, you're always angry and you see, you know, your friend is just does things differently. I'll use an example. I have a perfect example. My daughter, who now is a mom, um, I'm a pretty calm mom unless you rile that Portuguese (laughs) side of me and then I hit and a limit blows. and then I blow <laughs> and um and there's been times very rarely but there was times where I was just like enough like mm-hmm. done with it Wah! and I occasionally I would say five times in their whole life maybe swatted them on the butt mm-hmm. and was not proud of that, but it was effective because all I had to do was look at them. They didn't want to. <laughs> and they were like, oh, she may yeah. do it again. But my daughter is raising her son completely differently in that they are, at two years old, he throws fits that are huge. And, you know, they do get frustrated, but I see both of them working together. For one thing, I think it's great because I see this generation, the husbands are getting more involved. Yeah, you know what that is? I and will I say that is amazing. That. Yeah. I think that fathers are taking a lot greater responsibility in raising their children, which yeah. I feel like in previous generations, it was all put Always on us. Always the mom, yeah. And, you know, whether you're work, I see on both sides, working and stay-at-home right. moms, the dads are letting the moms yeah. go on weekends away because yeah. they need it. You know, yeah. they need that time That's out. That's what they mm-hmm. do. And so I see them working together and they don't, they don't believe in spanking in any form, which I'm super proud of them for. And they... Um, really let him go through his fits and then they're firm when they need to be firm. They have like a a sad seat. (laughs) You know, they just do these things. And so I look at that and at first I felt judged of like, well, you came out fine. Right, right. (laughs) You know, didn't hurt you. And then I think, well, gosh, if she can do it better and more, you know, just differently. And whatever, um, and what works for them. I mean, exactly. maybe they'll figure, oh, this doesn't work. We've got to readjust. I mean, they're they're being tested Mm -hmm. lately. She's (laughs) like, 
mom, what am I going to do with this kid? And I said, oh, honey, you got 17 more years. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Buckle up, honey. Buckle it's going to be a rough ride. <laughs> but um, it's just awesome to not be judgmental. I would say even as a mom to your adult m- children that right. are now moms, you know, don't judge them because they're doing it differently. At first, I know we take it to heart and think like, oh, like it's a stab to us. Yeah. But it's really not. It's showing them. Uh, it shows me that, well, I raised her well enough to have a confident mindset mm-hmm. to say, I'm going to pull the things from my mom and my family that worked. And then I'm my husband and I are going to create new rules and new things. Yeah. So I think that's really cool. Um, because I think within your own family, you could be judgmental. Oh, yeah. I think, you know, honestly, I think the family judgment is almost worse than the friend judgment because I yeah. can kind of get over the friend judgment, but I remember being There's a younger a history mom. history there with family. Yeah, and being... Well, and you know what? I think it was hard, too, when my in-laws kind of judged mm-hmm. me because, you know, granted, they're wonderful people, but I just felt like they were looking at me like, mm-hmm. do you even know what you're doing? Mm-hmm. Like, and like I don't. wasn't... No, and I mean, now I can confidently say no, but they are okay. Yeah, they're, we figured they're, it out. Yeah, yeah. they're okay. Um, but no, it's true. I feel like sometimes you you feel that judgment that comes Mm -hmm. from, you know, a parent, whether it's your in-law or your actual parent, and you just feel like, man, am I doing, and I mean, I have, there have been plenty of times, and I know you will agree, where I have just said, I am the worst mom ever, Mm -hmm. you know, it's Mm -hmm. just like, but we all are, we all have our moments where, and and I, I feel like I've, in the last year or so, I've gotten more comfortable with just being more transparent with my shortcomings and that it's yeah. okay. Like, cause well, I don't on, always hold We're on cool. the other end of it now. So we're like, we well, are on the other end of it. Done, well, I don't know. I still have a team. Yeah. <laughs> she still has a few more rough years. Um, yeah, but yeah, team. well, I was just telling a young mom this morning that has a little, little baby. Um, I said, you know, we are warriors. We do these things and it's exhausting and, you know, she was experiencing some things with her daughter and she was trying to be calm about it. And she said, I'm trying to find the happy and yeah. think that, you know, and just laugh through it. Mm-hmm. And I said, that's the cool thing because, you know, you have to be a warrior to, to walk through some of these things that are super hard um, that you don't know when you're they're little and you yeah. don't know what's wrong with them. But I said, you know, it is cool if you can look at it in a light of, I would always say to myself, in 10 years, we'll laugh about this. Yeah. And we do. We laugh about a lot of the things that, at the time, were not funny. funny. Yeah, no. In fact, they're probably incredibly <clears throat> stressful. Very stressful, but you have to just look at it in, this is a short little moment. Maybe I'm not doing it perfectly. How can I do it better next time if it comes up again? Um, that's all we can do. And so if someone's judging you by that, you know, I, I would suffice it to say that most of the women that are judging are really probably insecure in their own mothering yeah. too. And I think, and I think that's a good point because I do feel like a lot of times our judgment comes from insecurities of mm-hmm. ourself. And, um, I posted something the other day because the elephant story, and oh, we've talked yeah. about it a few times. We talked about it with yeah. Crystal Lynn and about the elephant necklace and the yeah. sisterhood necklace. And it's true. It's like, we're all, we're all going through this together. And if we can just learn to like, you know, bind together as women and, and, and be, I feel like, um, I feel like in this nation in general right now, people are, they want to see vulnerability. They Mm want to see 
the real. They, they're like so tired of the fake and the filtered and, you know, all of these, these perfect things. Because if I can come to my friend, my fellow mom and say, look, I, you know, have a 16 year old. I know you had a 16 year old or you do have a 16 year old. How are you dealing with these things? Um, it just makes us feel normal. Cause I feel like all we're trying to do is really make feel normal. Like we just want to mm-hmm. be like, I, am I normal? Like, is yeah. this like, t- doesn't, does everybody go through this? Is everybody or even to be big enough to say, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how to deal with this right now. Like mm-hmm. maybe you haven't had the same issue, but you could just like be sympathetic to them and, yeah. and say like, Hey, let's try to, you know, walk through it together. Um, just being there for somebody else instead of judging them and saying like, yeah. well, oh, look at her. Oh, her kid's off the rails. Like what a horrible mom. You know, how about standing next to her and being like, hey, I'm here for you. Yeah. And I think, you know, everybody has different, um, you know, and I have I have some girlfriends, some very good girlfriends that their children are going through some really rough times. And, yeah. and it's hard for me to relate. You know, yeah. I've been blessed because, you know, my kids aren't going through right. that, but I know that they are. And it doesn't mean that they're a bad mom. It, right. You know, at some point your children as they grow into adults, make their own choices, mm-hmm. and those you don't have responsibility for. And, and by the way, you can't always blame the parents no, when your no, child is an choices. adult People and make they choices. decide to make mm-hmm. decisions from 18 on. You can't always look back and go, oh, well, you know how they were raised. Right. You know, that, no. Yeah. Like, you have to be responsible for your own actions. So. I used to tell people, because, you know, <clears throat> Nina was very A-type, and then Kalia came, and she was just the tons of energy, you Free know? Spirited. And people used to tell me, all the time, oh, you're going to have your head, it's, you're going to be tested with that one. And I used to tell people, I'm not claiming that over her. <laughs> like, she's going to be you mine, gonna you know? You are going to be tested with that you, one. Yeah, she, <laughs> she's, you yeah, know, she's... She's but, just different. But you know what? And that's the thing, is yeah. that, you know, it's not a... I think people get so pent up on like, it's gotta be this way. And you know me, I'm very orderly, but but I've had to learn to be like, okay, that I'm going to just let it go. Because if I get stuck in the cycle of, well, your sister did it this way Mm -hmm. and my friend's daughters do it this way and you don't like, Mm -hmm. it's just an ugly, vicious cycle. And the only thing it does is make her insecure. Mm -hmm. And that does kind of make me like a not so great mom if I'm putting that on her. So I think, you know, when we're talking about judging other people, we have to have grace and be like, Hey, look, if that works for them, that's cool. You know? Um, yeah, I just kind of feel like we, we tend to go, to the judgmental part really easy. And, and then we like to say, oh, oh, I don't judge anybody. And so I was reading this article in psychology today and it says it's impossible to look at words and not read them, even if you try really hard. And similarly, it's impossible to meet someone and make zero internal Mm -hmm. judgments. Mm -hmm. Judgments are expectations based on pre-programmed mindsets or scripts. And when it comes to that, they're stereotypes. And yeah. so I feel like, you know, we do, we like to try and say, oh, well, I'm not, I'm, I wouldn't I'm not judge judgmental. her, but everybody does. I mean, <laughs> well, you, you always make a snap judgment. It's in every speaking conference I've been to, they say the first 30 seconds, mm-hmm. people are assessing you to see if they like you yeah. or not. So if you're a mom walking out of Target and your kid is hanging on off, you got off your one shoulder, rollers. yeah, and you've got like <laughs> one shoe half on and one off, well, you might be being judged. I mean, yeah. sorry. I mean, we've all been there. I mean, yeah. I don't know how many Except times. Except the mom that has older kids, we go, oh, poor, no, ha- poor you know honey. What? That, 
no joke. Totally get it. No joke. I was at a restaurant, uh, oh gosh, probably about six months ago, and there were two kids in there, and they were just, they were unruly. Yeah. And I was sitting kind of behind them, and then there was two tables, like, kind of in front to the side, so I could see, I could watch the other two tables observing this poor family <laughs> trying mm-hmm. to get through dinner. Uh, and I just kept thinking, oh, I feel so bad. I mean, that one lady was rolling her eyes, another yeah. lady was like... Just kept like, snapping her head, you? yeah, like yeah. you know, just it's and like, it, okay, it's like, well, really? you gotta eat. Like yeah. you don't remember. I remember right. so many times. Oh, that, I pulled my kid out of the restaurant yeah, because I was too. like, you became that kid. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I told her, you will sit in this car. I will not go back in there. And we we didn't probably didn't eat out for a year and a half after that because she she was in right. the terrible two and a half threes. And I thought it's too much pressure for her. She can't sit still. She was she's my second one too. <laughs> um, and she just is free spirited that way. She was very um, I'm done eating. Let's go play. Yeah, I don't right. want to sit here. And so, um, you know, you have to recognize the spirit of the child mm-hmm. also and not try to judge your child right. into saying you're supposed to act this way within reason. Like, I am very big on manners and oh, being absolutely. appropriate. Yeah. But I also think there's age appropriateness, too, where it's too much pressure for a child mm-hmm. to be in that situation. So, therefore, you know what? We eat at home. Yeah. We, we do takeout until we get to a place where the communication is like, we're you going understand. in this restaurant. Right. You must sit still. Right. Here's your color crayon. You know, you walk through the process with mm-hmm. them. But, you know those moments happen. And, and so I would take that a step further. I actually have friends who have children with special needs, um, Mm. Asperger's Mm -hmm. autistic, they have outbursts for different reasons. You know, things are overstimulated for them Mm -hmm. or, you know, something really bothers them and triggers them. They can go into a complete screaming, you know, mess Mm -hmm. in a target, in a restaurant, wherever. And, you know, I've had my friends say the people, you know, strangers that don't know, they just think your kid's being yeah. unruly and you're the worst never mom in the that. whole yeah. world. And why aren't right. you taking control of that situation? And they say, you know, sometimes we've had to just leave our carts in the middle of the grocery store and literally manhandle this child and take it outside yeah. because they can't stop. Mm-hmm. Like it's, that is their life. And so I would say, please be aware that not every child is a bratty child. There are different circumstances Mm -hmm. going on. So don't be that person that's yanking your neck over and giving dirty looks or tisk tisking and, you know, like, you know, why aren't they taking care of this kid? You don't know the situation. And so I'm very aware of that now because I have friends yeah. that, that have children <clears throat> like that. I don't automatically assume when I see a kid having a complete meltdown, I think it could be something else. So yeah. I don't need to get in the middle of that. I don't need to give her a dirty look. I don't need to judge that because I'm not living her life. Well, and I think a lot of times we're already insecure enough about, like, I'm very aware. When my child has had bad behavior... You know, I'm aware of it. Mm-hmm. I know it. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's you know, so you don't need to judge me on it because I'm pretty aware of it right. for the most part. And so, you know, when you're doing that, a lot of times you are just making them feel even more insecure about the situation that they're in. And, and you know, kids are kids and teenagers are teenagers. And I mean, they roll their eyes and they, you know, stomp off and, you know, those kinds, they're rude sometimes. I mean, no. I... 
yeah, I had to actually like my my sixteen year old. She was just give, having some sass with my mom the other day. Your poor <laughs> mom. She got sass from my daughter when she was a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> She's so nice. She gets lots of sass and she still loves them. But it's so true. It's like, you know, it's like, I mean, my mom never like is like, well, you need to get her under control or, you know, I mean, and I appreciate that. And Mm -hmm. they've pretty much let me raise the kids the way I need to. They've been pretty hands off. But in most in a lot of situations, families can run into conflict when it becomes that way because they they're like, well, you need you should be doing this with your kid or you should be doing that Mm -hmm. with your kid. And it's like. But I'm the parent. I live with them 24 mm-hmm. hours a day, seven days a week, you know. And you have to go through your own journey yeah. with your kids. Yeah. And I think every generation has different um, obstacles to mm-hmm. go through. And so, again, you can't go back to, well, this is the way we used to do it. And so now that's how you yeah. should do it. And um, I feel like other women judging are, we're all coming from that sense of, the way we've been raised mm-hmm. and how we think right from wrong. Right. And um, I would challenge that a little bit and just say, you know, there we can do things differently. I'm witnessing that, you know, in my daughter's life, and I'm extremely proud of her for walking her own path with her husband and creating her own family environment. I think that's super important. And um, I want to jump on board and yeah. say, like, how can I help? Right. Um, you give me instructions because yeah. I'll learn the new right. way. It's okay. I'm big enough girl to do that. Right. And so I think, well, I think that's, that's really that's good. Well, I think that's key is being big enough <clears throat> to know that just because your child is, well, your child you, that's raising your grandchild is is grown, you know, doesn't mean just because she's younger than you, she's doing it the yeah. wrong way. And, you know, I mean, I think even for you and I, it's, you know, we talk about how different Phyllis and I are, how different we were growing up. And there's been a lot of things that she's been able to share with me where maybe I clung on a little bit too tight. And there's been things that I've Mm -hmm. shared with her from, you know, having a very functional family that she's been able to take into consideration. I think when we can be honest at that place and that vulnerability, Mm -hmm. then we don't have to feel so judged because it's not necessarily that you're doing it wrong. It might be just that, Hey, you know what, have you thought about maybe doing it this way? And that's a great Mm -hmm. thing. Like instead of judging is like you can learn mm-hmm. things from other moms where it's like man that's really cool the way you do that with your kids or the way you keep your house or whatever right. it is where you're like show me that yeah you know I want to learn from that I think that better than judging but I will say like social media paints a really bad picture and I hate to blame social media for everything but I think we just live in this world where everything is instantaneous yeah. like every little I don't know. Every little thing goes on social media. Sometimes I like to share my life to be open with the people um, of what my mission is. And I like to let them see a day in the life. Yeah. Sometimes I'll, you know, post cute little things. But I don't think you need yeah. to share every little thing. Yeah. And, um, yeah, there is some stuff that, that is private. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. So. And I, I do feel like, you know, you can be transparent without being um and you can't get mad if you get judged yeah. if you're throwing out stuff that totally really shouldn't be on there right. like you can you can be transparent without having this like oh i'm gonna vomit my whole entire life all yeah. over you and tell you how bad everything is you or know? just like every little thing that happens in your kids lives like everything yeah I don't want to name... There's been a few things even this week where I'm like, did you need to take a picture of that and show that? Right. 
um, which maybe I'm being a little judgmental in that theory, but I just feel like you're opening yourself up for judgment when you start posting every minute thing that's going on in your family. Um, I know you want to be transparent. I know you want to be honest, but I think sometimes there are just things that the public doesn't need to know. And so then that's going to save you from having people talk about it. Because then what happens if one person says a negative thing, then the other person comes on to defend that person. And then you've created this whole... Yeah, cycle. That, that's when the, the all of a sudden the call, you're like, okay, I should Wait, turn the comments off on my phone because um, maybe she posted that yeah, picture. Yeah, but now yeah. you've got you, you're opening yourself in. up to Pandora's box yeah. when you do that, and then you and then you got to get defensive and say that's not what I want. I wanted it to mean this, but it's like, well, you started the whole thing, and yes, it's great to have communication and open up. Um, we like to have debates. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that, but it starts turning kind of nasty sometimes. And so that's when I think it can just take a wrong turn. So I would just say in the most non-judgmental way, <laughs> um, just be careful. We don't need to know every minute detail of your life. Mm-hmm. We just don't. And I guess you're going to have to be the judge of what you think that is and how much, because I'm not going to say that one's right or wrong. I'm just saying for me, I post a little bit about my personal life, but there are times when we're doing extraordinary things and I could be like, oh, I want to take a picture of this or I want to video it. And then I think, no, because then it takes you out of the moment of what you're doing. I think I posted something not too long ago about... um, Nina's engagement party and it was it was we got done with the engagement party and I was like oh my gosh I didn't take any pictures and then I thought about it and I thought that's okay because yeah like I have those pictures that's in my a perfect mind example yeah. because I think everyone wants those moments right. like you know oh we gotta you know put it somewhere where it's lasting forever yeah. it's like it's in your head. head yeah like it's okay we don't need to show everyone yeah, I had to like rope up other people. I'm like, did you take yeah. pictures? Because I have not. I you have literally, the I, I, got I literally like two pictures in that's my so, phone. And, that's so good. But it was, it was it awesome shows you were because, in the moment. because we were, and I have been trying, like I will say, like this is the one thing I've really been working on is when I have people over, like to try and be in the moment. Although I will say that we saw Rob Lowe at the 49er game <laughs> the other day. <laughs> we were stalking. <laughs> I could not put my phone down, people. Sorry. He was really cute. He was really cute. He was and, really cute. And, it was, and then we were laughing and because then, he got so much judgment over the NFL oh, hat, yeah. which was hilarious. I, which I was, I was a little miffed at yeah, when I saw like, I was like, dude, like, put a 49er, 49er hat on. Like, what's wrong geez. with you? Yeah, but I mean, it You're was. You're at Levi Stadium, for goodness sake. It was hard to not <laughs> to not put your phone down because it was, it was such an exciting moment. And I don't know if any of you guys saw my husband was, like, literally on cloud nine. <laughs> I told Phyllis and Molly, he could die right now with his little 49er. I think um, we all could have just died that just, day yeah, happy. Little he was, to- we yeah, had it was the best just, time. We had the best time. Yeah. But, but, you know, the thing is, is that I do try <laughs> to stay in the moment yeah. more. We did you know? our fun little thing and then we put yeah. our phones away yeah. and we watched the game and it was except great. For Rob Lowe, except for anyway. we were trying to take a picture of Rob Lowe. We kept getting a side view and oh, it was just bad. And then yeah. we got the girl in front of us yeah, involved the, and she was trying to take a picture. And then the old lady pretty, next to her was actually putting lipstick Yeah. And then the guy next, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. next to her was saying like, what are you talking about? We're all in the same place. Yeah, yeah. We're all the same people. Yeah, What's the big cool. deal with him? 
We had a great we time we at that game. We did have a great time. Yeah, and we fun. did live in the moment. And so I feel like if you just live in the moment, yeah. you know, it won't be, you won't feel as judged with when you're like, yeah, I don't know. You know, we, we all have, and if anybody tells me, oh, I don't judge people. We I'm all calling do. you out yeah, because we all, we all judge people. And like I just said, you know, it's impossible not but to you judge. you got to take a step back and then figure out, was that a good judgment or should I just like put that away? Right. And you have to have some empathy. Like I think especially with the mom thing, like you have to have empathy for whatever that mom's going through because you just don't know what they're walking through. You don't know if... You know, she has a husband that's just uninvolved, and it's on her, all on her, all the time. So, listen, motherhood is hard, tough, even when you have a good husband. And you know, God forbid, you're a single mom. Like I have so much empathy for single moms. My mom was mm-hmm. one, and I don't think I understood the impact of the loneliness mm-hmm. and the stress that she was under until I became a mom, and then I realized. That, that's really when I started having empathy for my mom was mm-hmm. realizing, oh, that's probably why yeah. she was the way she was is she was so lonely and, and tapped um, out. scared yeah. Yeah, and broke yeah. and everything else. And so, you know, you're going out in public. You don't know if that mom's a single mom. You don't know if um, that's a mother whose husband's never around or God forbid that he's not a good husband, mm-hmm. like abusive yeah. or something. Like, we just don't know yeah. what's going on behind closed doors. Even you and I, like, yeah. as close as we are, like, we don't know each other's lives yeah. that intimately. She knows a lot, though, people. I, I mean, we, you, know. you and I, it's probably a bad <laughs> example. Probably, yeah. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> um, but, I mean, honestly, like, no yeah. one really knows what goes on behind closed doors, like, what all your little things are. and And so... You know, to sit there and put it in a box and think that you know everything about you're someone's life. Better or, than somebody else, it, which yeah. I think is that's you more would the do thing. it better. Well, if you, you were know them. what? I wouldn't. I do, would we do don't do it this yeah. way. Well, that's great for you. Yeah. Like we just we sometimes don't. So yeah. you know what I mean? Or even like, if I, you do do it that way, great. Well, that works for your family, right. but that might not work for Mrs. Jones down the right. street. Whoever that right. Mrs. And Jones. Phyllis. <laughs> Phyllis is Mrs. Jones down the street. <laughs> I was like, call me out this of my stuff. This is going step. on a wrong turn. I don't like it. Stop judging me. I'm so judging her right now. Stop judging me with those judgy oh, eyes. Judgy eyes. <laughs> judgy eyes. You know what? We are not doing judgy eyes, people. That's all I'm saying right now. You better stop not. those. If I see you out in public and yeah. you have judgy eyes, if I'm you calling you out. If you give a side eye, I'll oh, punch you. Calling you out. Calling you out. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Okay, okay. we're done. We are done. Sorry, people. We got off on a tangent there. So, um, how do we get over this? So question one would be, do what's best for you. Everyone is not the same and it's okay. And be confident in that. Be confident and not everyone's the same. Right. All right. No big deal. Yeah. And don't apologize for what works for you. Yeah, so if that is your normal in your family and no one else does it that way, but it, your kids are happy and you're happy, you're good. No apologies necessary. That's there right. And with family, how can you be kind but also build boundaries? Mm. And this can go into a whole other episode just in itself. <laughs> this but, is my life. But boundaries <laughs> are incredibly important, especially when you're married and have children, because mm-hmm. 
you're not going to do the same things. Your family's yeah. going to be different and some things are going to be better and some things you're going to have to learn to make better for the next generation. And I will just say as a mother-in-law, the worst thing you can do is walk into whoever, if it's your son or your daughter, walk into the house and start judging mm-hmm. how they how they should be putting the dishes away and how they should be doing this and how they, and oh, you're not raising your kids right. Please don't do that. Yeah. You... This is my rule of thumb. You are a guest in their house. Yes. You ask them how they would like something done. My daughter makes a whole list of how Costin has to be taken (laughs) care of. And I keep that list on my phone. And I abide by by those rules. Even if it's something where I'm like, does he really have to do this? You know, as a grandparent, you can tweak it a little bit, but you got to stay within the rules. And if they ask and solicit your advice for help, I mean, I will... And they will because if you go in yeah. and that with that attitude, they will ask you, Mom, how do you do this? Or can you help us with that? Absolutely. Everything is absolutely. Right. Yes. I'm here we for you. We can help you with that. Yeah. yeah. No, I remember one time I asked my dad to help me with Nina because Nina didn't like to go to sleep at night. And she would just keep getting out of her bed, keep getting out of her oh bed. Gosh. And my husband at the time worked like at 4 o'clock in the morning. And he was just done. He was done with her. Yeah. And you could like, he was over the edge done. We're like, you need to go to bed. You're not being helpful. <laughs> So my dad um, took handled it, and it's so funny because we always joke. Because, and just I'm going to preface it with this: it, this is not abusive. <laughs> because this because sound she good. would not go to sleep. So he just opened the the door to the garage, and he put her out there for like a few, like literally like thirty seconds, and she was she's cold. No, Papa, let me in, let me in. And so as soon as he let her in. He put her in bed and she was out. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know if that was abusive or not, but it worked. But it worked. Okay. That so we tease my dad all the time funny. and tell him he locked her in the garage, which he didn't lock her in the garage. I was going to call him the baby whisperer, but I'm like, I don't think that's a good term for him. I think he's more the Terminator. Oh my goodness. I told him, I'm like, oh, but that's it worked. That's a good one to use so. against John. I like it. Yeah, I know. So now we got something against him. I'm not gonna, judging. I'm going to be so much trouble for that. Story, oh, yeah, you are. Never gonna People are going to take that completely the yeah. wrong way. And the door was closed. It's fine. She's good. Yeah, it was closed. She's 22 scared. now. Yeah, she's good. She's not scared of the garage, people. She's fine. <laughs> okay, we got it. Don't end. judge her. Well, thank you for joining us today, people. <laughs> Sorry, we got to get ourselves together. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and we just want to remind you, do not be judgmental because we're not judgmental to you. So. <laughs> We want you to follow us and share um, on our Instagram, 24 Karat Conversations. And we just look forward to next time we're talking to you. So until next time, people, sparkle on. Bye, peeps. Bye. Twenty Four Carat Conversations with Phyllis and Rhonda. We just wanted to let you know that we are going to be doing a live podcast event on 
April 25th at New Hope Community Church. And we are inviting all of you to join us. We're super excited. They have some great speakers lined up. But and we, they asked us. And they asked us. They, they're delusional. But anyway, um, you can register on braveconf2020.com. And if you have questions, you can always inbox us as well. You can also follow their Instagram, which is braveconf2020conf. And we look forward to chatting with you. We're going to be talking yeah. about some great stuff, right? Yeah. So we're going to be interviewing someone live that day on stage. And then also um, Rhonda and I are going to be doing a subject. Yeah. The this year's um, Brave Conference is on being fearless. Yes. And how um, you gotta walk through that fear. It's not yep. about not having fear, but how do you become fearless in yeah. the face of fear? And so the speakers are gonna be amazing talking about this subject, our very own Kathy McPhail. Um, our pastor's wife will be doing a talk on this subject also. And, and we have Karen Hagen, who yes. just so happens to have been my youth pastor. Crazy. Yeah, she was my youth circle. pastors like back in the day and love her. You guys cannot miss her. She is such a dynamic speaker and she speaks all over the nation. So we're yeah. really blessed to have her. And this is open to everyone, the whole yeah. community. So this is in Gilroy, California. And um, New Hope Community Church. You can also go on their website and go right to the Brave Conference um, icon and it'll show you how to register. We also have a place where you can order a lunch box that day. We're providing lunch, so it's an all day event. And we are super excited. We don't want you to miss out on this great event. So we really hope that you will join us. And we will be talking more about it as we get closer to the date. But I have a feeling they're going to sell out pretty quickly. I hope so. Let's get on there and register, ladies, and learn to be fearless. And until we talk to you again, sparkle on. Bye. Bye.